Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. 20 minutes away from Best Bets. Board lighting up. Ken Barkley is going to give us an update on what's happening in all the games in just a second. How about this Raiders-Broncos move that I just saw here? But first, the rest of thy royal props for week one in the NFL. We pick back up with the Saints and the Titans. Thy royal Saints and thou royal Titans in New Orleans. Derrick Henry. They call him King Henry. Mm. It's gimmick infringement. That's okay. <laughs> Expect the season desist shortly. Because because he's really, like, yeah. I, I, yes. You know who would present that season desist to Derrick yeah. Henry? Not me. Right. Somebody else. Uh, Derrick Henry's rushing yards prop today begins with a seven. Wrong. <laughs> I even fits. I'm the right guy that's you were talking about before. Der- well, that's, that's coming up a little yeah. later. Derrick Henry over 79 and a half rushing yards. The prop king is obsessed this year. The prop king drafted this player in like all of his fantasy drafts. Traylon Burks. Second-year wide receiver, last year's first-round pick for Tennessee. Was not great as a rookie. The prop king likes him a lot this season. Everyone's focused on DeAndre Hopkins and Chick Conquo. How about Traylon Burks? Over 36-and-a-half receiving yards. And then Michael Thomas, back for New Orleans. I haven't seen him play football in what feels like a decade. But Michael Thomas is back. He's healthy for now. Michael Thomas, over 41-and-a-half receiving yards. Remember we told you no Kendra Miller today for New Orleans. Jamal Williams led the NFL in touchdowns last year at like 17 for the Detroit Lions. Jamal Williams touchdown times two. Jamal Williams Ooh. multiple touchdowns at BetMGM. And then Tyje Spears, the new backup running back to Derrick Henry. Maybe Tyje breaks off a long one. He's awesome if you haven't seen him. Tyje Spears, anytime touchdown for beer or pizza money for the Tennessee Titans. Niners and the Steelers. In Pittsburgh, only one yardage prop here. The prop king has a hard time figuring out what's going to happen in this game. Two good defenses, obviously. Is Matt Canada actually going to air the ball out? I don't have any idea. Are the Steelers actually going to ring true and have uh, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, uh, Najee Harris split carries? I'm not sure. I kind of want to see it play out. And for San Francisco, how's Brock Purdy going to look with his uh, surgically reconstructed elbow today? The one thing the prop king does feel good about is Debo Samuel. Short area passing game, Debo a yak monster. Debo. Over 49 and a half receiving yards. Three anytime touchdowns in this game. Eli Mitchell behind Christian McCaffrey. Jalen Warren behind Najee Harris. Report this morning that Warren and Najee are going to split carries for the Steelers. And one other. I want you to picture in your mind's eye. Pittsburgh Steelers. And this will, you'll never do this ever again. Steelers rookie <laughs> second round tight end out of Georgia. Darnell Washington. More of a blocking tight end, but what's going to happen? First and goal from the two. Everyone's expecting Najee Harris. And if not Najee, everyone's expecting Pat Fryer move. And who's going to be wide open in the end zone but Darnell Washington? Darnell Washington, anytime. Touchdown on a perfectly lofted pass. I'm keying a peek it. Command- <laughs> a lot going on there. Commanders and Cardinals. Uh, listen, everyone loves Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, including the prop king. Let's see it with Sam Howell before we believe it first. Let's see what this is going to look like in the Sam Howell-led offense. I think the one thing the prop king does feel confident in, again, security blanket over the middle of the field. Who's that going to be for Sam Howell? It's actually going to be Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel over 23 and a half receiving yards. And for all you people that say all the prop king does is bet overs, you're basically right. But how about an under for you today? Zach Ertz under 19 and a half receiving yards. Why? He's bad. 
Why else? Trey McBride's better. Zach Ertz under 19 and a half receiving yards. Two anytime touchdowns in this game. The commanders will be rotating three tight ends in the game. Let's play the tight end at the longest odds. That is Nat King, Cole Turner. Cole oh, Turner, yeah. anytime touchdown. And then Arizona will be starting a rookie wide receiver on the boundary with Hollywood Brown as the other boundary receiver. Rondell Moore in the slot. That other boundary receiver is named Michael Wilson. If you've never heard of him, it's okay. But he's going to play a lot for Arizona. He's a real person, we promise. Michael Wilson, anytime touchdown for the Cardinals. Bears and the Packers. Prop King's been promising. We'll talk about Luke Musgrave. We're going to do it now. Luke Musgrave, over 27 and a half receiving yards with Christian Watson out and Romeo Dobbs on a snap count today. And for the Chicago Bears, Prop King wants to be clear. Prop King thinks Roshan Johnson is thy royal best option over the course of the season for the Bears in the running back room. The Prop King has a Roshan Johnson anytime touchdown play today because Prop King thinks he might get the ball down by the goal line. But the Prop King believes that Chicago's number one running back today to start the season will be the guy with familiarity, Khalil Herbert. Herbert, over 51 and a half rushing yards, two anytime touchdowns, Luke Musgrave and Roshan Johnson. Eagles and the Patriots in New England. You know who kills the Bill Belichick defense? Eli Manning. <laughs> Do you know who else? Dual threat quarterbacks. Yeah. Like Josh Allen. Like Lamar Jackson. Mm. Like Justin Fields. Yeah. Like Jalen Hurts. Sure. Jalen Hurts, over 42 and a half rushing yards. Eagles will be playing three running backs in today's game. Rashad Penny going to be a healthy scratch, which sucks for the prop team because he drafted Rashad Penny everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, it is, yeah, because it, it means now we get DeAndre Swift. For a little bit until he gets hurt. And then we'll have Kenny Gainwell, mm -hmm. and we'll have Boston Scott. Boston Scott, anytime touchdown. Eagles running back at the longest odds. That's a throwback or a runback. People will know that from the past couple of years. And then for the Patriots, uh, we know the Eagles are a really smart front office. They devalue the linebacker position. Hunter Henry, anytime touchdown for the Patriots. Broncos and the Raiders. Patrick Sertan Jr., amazing cornerback for Denver. I don't care. Devontae Adams, over 73 and a half receiving yeah. yards. And the prop king knows that Greg Dolchich, young tight end for Denver, has been playing behind Adam Troutman. That's not a good sign. But with Jerry Judy likely to be out, yep. with the Broncos missing Tim Patrick out for the year, K.J. Hamler with the hard issue, this is going to be the assumption of rational coaching. And in this instance, I think we could actually feel pretty good about that with Sean Payton coaching the team and calling oh, yeah. the plays. Greg Dolchich, over 31 and a half receiving yards. Two anytime touchdowns in this game. The Raiders drafted Michael Mayer, rookie out of Notre Dame, in the second round at tight ends. But Austin Hooper played ahead of him in the preseason. Austin Hooper has longer odds to score a touchdown today than Michael Mayer. Austin Hooper, anytime touchdown. And then, Ken, tell us about Denver's undrafted free agent running back today and do the shtick here. Oh, oh uh, Jaleel McLaughlin? Yes, right, is his the name? group. The, we call him the group. How many people do you think this guy's like? Who doesn't issue, matter? Issue number one over under his yardage prop. Nick Costos. <laughs> it would be like, issue number one, Javante Williams, anytime touchdown. Wrong. Wrong. Issue number two, Samaj P. Ryan, anytime touchdown. Wrong. Issue number three, Jaleel McLaughlin, anytime touchdown. Jack Tremaine. <laughs> Will the Broncos cover the game? Pat Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> Jaleel McLaughlin, undrafted rookie running back for the Broncos. He's really good. Jaleel McLaughlin, anytime touchdown for Denver. Right. Uh, Chargers and the Dolphins in Los Angeles. Jalen Waddell, over 65 and a half receiving yards for Tua Tungavailoa. Mike Williams, over 58 and a half receiving yards with Kellen Moore calling the shots on offense. Mike Williams, over 58 and a half receiving yards. Donald Parham, six foot nine. Nice. Yeah. What year is this? 
<laughs> Donald Parham, anytime touchdown for the Chargers, you know, because he's tall. Yeah. And then Salvan Ahmed, anytime touchdown for Miami. Jeff Wilson, IR. Devin Ache, not going to play. Let's take the Dolphins running back at the longest odds. Good old Salvan Ahmed. Pearl River plunge into the end zone. Who gets that reference? Ahmed Johnson. Johnson. Ahmed Johnson. I got it. That's pretty good, yeah. right? Salvan Ahmed, anytime touchdown for Miami. Only a couple more games. Seahawks and the Rams coming over tonight. Run. Don't walk. To bet Kenneth Walker over rushing yards. Kenneth, okay. Kenneth Walker okay. over, yeah. over 67 and a half rushing yards for Seattle. I don't move very fast, but okay. And, yeah. and then let's go dancing. 2-2. Yeah. 2-2 Atwell. All right. He's my height, but he runs a lot faster than me. The prop ballerina. Uh, crushed Seattle last year. He's the Rams' number two wideout now with Cooper Cup on IR. Which is 2-2 Atwell over 29 and a half receiving yards. 2-2 Atwell, anytime touchdown. Kyron Williams, anytime touchdown for the Rams, the number two running back behind Cam Green Acres. And finally, Cowboys and the Giants on Sunday Night Football. Darren Waller expected to play over 45 and a half receiving yards. Reports coming out. Cowboys going to get Tony Pollard. 20 touches in the game. Over 69 and a half rushing yards. Anytime touchdowns. Jalen Hyatt, rookie wide receiver for the Giants. Daniel Bellinger, the Giants' number two tight end. Rico Dowdle, Dallas's number two running back. And Jalen Torbert, Dallas's number four wide receiver who came on big time in training camp. These are not meant to be big money bets. There are a lot of them. If you lose them, they should not cost you a lot. Beer or pizza money on the anytime touchdown bets. And those are thy royal props for week number one in the National Football League. Whoa. That was a lot. Good nicknames there, too. They're not bad. I like that song. Uh, Nick and Ken here. You better you bets countdown to kick off. Best bets coming up 10 minutes from now. We'll get to the Moneyline underdog parlay in a second. Uh, Ken, any line movement that we need to know about first? Yeah, that hasn't been uh, that busy of of uh, a betting board so far in the last, like, 15 minutes. We detailed a lot of really, really interesting moves uh, over the last couple hours, a couple things. Seahawks went to minus four in a couple places. So as, and again, just listen, like as Nick is reading off the props that he has in the Rams game, do you hear the names of those players? Like those are like the good players for the Rams. I, I, I can't wait to see how we're wrong. Uh, Seattle, mostly four and a half. Van Jefferson, I, two, 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 Atwell, two, two Atwell, Puka Nakua and Ben Skoranek. That's something. Uh, just to update a line move we did earlier, the Browns are now favored in a number of places. Browns minus one is on the board in a number of places. We talked about how the Bengals were a small favorite for most of the offseason in that game. And a game that we've talked about a lot, kind of wondering where the resistance point was going to come in in Tampa and Minnesota. Again, all offseason, Tampa opens seven, stays six, six and a half underdog in the game at Minnesota. Now just a four point underdog in a, in a number of places. And I am seeing a couple three and a halves on the board for Minnesota. So if you really price shop aggressively, you like the Minnesota Vikings, you can get them minus three and a half right now uh, at a few books. Just really, really interesting. Like we talk about all the point spreads, all the movement, just like that's probably the one that's the most striking is you had a team that you could have gotten plus a touchdown a few months ago or plus six and a half, like two weeks ago. And without a ton of injury information, now it's a four. Now the Vikings are just three and a half or a four point favorite. That's pretty interesting. I, I can't believe the Raiders are three minus 110 right now. That was the Friday move, and it's just and I And I like the Raiders in the game. Talked about it for saying. a long time. I'm, just, I'm surprised yeah. that, like, I guess, like, that sounds stupid, right? Because it's like, wow, like, I, I like the Raiders, so I'm surprised that people agree with me. Right. Well, I'm that's like me I'm, with Houston. But I'm surprised <laughs> that it's hit this point, though. Sure. I, I don't blame you. And uh, uh, Bears-Packers, we updated that a lot. That's still Bears a very small number. We wondered if the Bears would get that up to kick off with the Packers wide receivers either missing or on a snap count. No. In fact, Green Bay has even gotten that a little bit one and a half or one. 
uh, with the Bears. Everything else plays staying pretty stable right now. The market did not move hard to six and a half on Arizona everywhere, but there are still six and a halfs on the board. So again, like this was Washington seven forever. Josh Dobbs is still starting. Like nothing has really fundamentally changed, but some of the sevens in Arizona uh, are still getting bet on the board. I think that's an interesting move also. Yeah, so I'm trying to see anything. There's mostly threes for New Orleans now, right, as well? It's we're, Yeah, we're still, it's it's like 2.75 still. I think the, the story of that game, where I don't think either of us really have any bets that we're particularly fond of, like if you, this is a class, like if you like the Saints, please go find BetMGM, you're home for two and a half minus 15 on the New Orleans Saints. If you like the Titans, you can get a pretty cheap three right now on them. Like you, you want to be on the right number in that game. Like low total could land three a lot, like just a, a little, a tiny bit, five seconds of price shopping could actually make a world of difference in that game specifically. Nick and Ken, you better, you bet countdown to kick off week one NFL Sunday live from Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, Nevada. Our best bets are coming up less than 10 minutes from now, side in total for every game on the board. But Ken, the people demand mm. an underdog money line parlay. They demand today. it, all right. Yeah. Um, and you are a man of the people, so you will deliver, <laughs> sir. I am. Yeah. Uh, what is the money line underdog parlay for week number one? I think I'd look at this like the anytime touchdown bet, too. Uh, you're essentially creating a giant lottery ticket, and the payouts are going to be astronomical. They're actually so astronomical that we're going to do this every single week this year. And if we hit them, if we hit it again one time, if one of these hits, it actually will make money for the season, which is outrageous. I think we, I don't, I actually don't think we hit one last year. We hit three the year before that. So just to like kind of tell you how these goes. That's, and I think what Nick's saying about the anytime touchdowns, like big prices, it's not going to hit all the time, but when it does, it pays really well. It's kind of like this. Um, try to find underdogs that I think are a little more likely to win outright than the market does. Uh, the first entrant will be of ab absolutely no surprise to anyone that's listened to the show the entire week. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts will be picked number one. I was kind of like, do I want to go with them or maybe the Patriots or something like that? Colts enter at number one, uh, enter at number one, Anthony Richardson in game number one against a bad Jacksonville defense, hopefully a shootout. And, uh, and hopefully the Colts win. Also, I bet Anthony Richardson offensive rookie of the year, and that price would improve a whole lot. If that happened, that's pick number one, uh, pick number two, the Miami dolphins. I do not think there is a large difference between these two teams, Chargers and Dolphins, even if Jalen Ramsey is not going to play. Uh, Dolphins money line quote on the road, even though there'll be more Dolphins fans there. Uh, and then pick number three, Cowboys have a little bit of a beat-up offensive line, potentially. Yes. Dak didn't play the entire yes. preseason. Got a new play caller. Take a shot on the New York Giants, who've lost about 900 consecutive games against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Giants, Dolphins, Colts. Your three-team money line underdog parlay for this week. Love it. Colts, Dolphins, Giants. Uh, you just said that. I figured I'd say well, I did that. it in reverse. Yeah. Just, yeah. Colts, Dolphins, Giants. Ken Barkley's money line underdog parlay. Ken, let's close with this. Sure. Um, for the people out there that are wondering, like, hey, like, what about a teaser for week number one? Uh, just quick thoughts here on teasing week one in the National Football League or early in the season. So, again, if you want to tease, tease. Uh, just my philosophy on teasers. Uh, and I was talking to people about this uh, even before the show yesterday. Got a couple questions about it. Uh, I like to tease when I feel like the point spread is a really good encapsulation of the difference between the teams. Like, I look at that market. Usually it's when we've played a lot of games. We know who's good. We know who's bad. It's week 12. We're playing this game. Man, yeah, like, that's a really good point spread. I think we all agree that's the right difference between the teams. Okay, now I want to tease away from it. Now I want six points, and I'll pay the tax in order to move away because I think we all consensus agree that's a great point spread like that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good number. These point spreads are all incredible guesses. I don't know how they're wrong. Nobody does, really. We're going to find out really fast. And I think we're going to, we always look back on these week one spreads like, man, these are crazy. How could the number be this? Okay, then like, why would you pay a huge tax to even move away from a bad point spread? Like, you should be like, honestly, selling points. Like, I'll get, you know, yeah, oh, plus three. I want minus three with a huge price if they win, because these point spreads are much more guesses than usual. Again, they're wrong. 
I just don't know how they're wrong. No, we will we will find out coming up in wrong. just in just a little bit. On the other side, though, you've been waiting all offseason for it. The wait's almost over. Best bet, side in total, every game, week one, NFL Sunday.